This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Cendalan. listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and with me today, Lily Jamaluddin, who is a writer. Thank you for joining me for this review, Lily. Thanks for having me, Sharmila. So today we are actually reviewing um, a pretty interesting project. It's called Rakaman Imosi Kata and it's, um, it's essentially an audio project, right? And it merges experimental music with uh, spoken word and poetry. Now, this is the first in a series of projects that uh, the creators have in mind. Um, so this is by a duo called Franco. They plan to basically merge the kind of music that they make with various art forms. So this is the first one. It's called Kata because it's poetry. And um, it's very interesting because essentially it's these it's these uh, recordings of poets reading their works interspersed and merged and blended with um, very trippy, experimental music and sounds. Um, I'm not doing a great job explaining it. I hope that little clip that we played at the beginning of the show kind of gave you a little taste of what it is. Um, But Lily, I wanted to maybe start with um, overall takeaway. What was your sense of the project? I think definitely very interesting, as you said. Um, The sort of key words that I wrote down is that um, it felt very emotional, very uh, experimental, um, big sense of discovery. And I also think there was a lot of chemistry between the two musicians and then also each of the poets. Um, yeah, so so those are sort of the things that, that I took away from it. Um, yeah, the, the music I really loved. Uh, I guess I would sort of classify it as post-rock. Um, and re- I, I do feel like, you know, each of the tracks took me through an emotional journey. Chemistry is such an interesting word to use because um, I I mean, I, I don't presume to know how they did these. But in my head, I, I thought that the poetry would have been sort of recited and recorded separately as a track and then um, the music would have then come in. So I, I don't know how collaborative the process was uh, from from start to end. But you're right that when you listen to it, uh, there is a, a lot of cohesion in terms of the the themes, the performance, the topic, uh, even the poet's style. And, and the music feels very much like it's re- reacting and responding and even um, sort of intertwining with the poetry in a way that's very, um, it's very powerful. A lot of the pieces were very powerful. So it features it features four poems or four performances by Hanan Aslan, Jack Malik, Sheena Baharudin and Devapalan S. Jairatnam. Uh, each of them very different, um, very distinctive as well. And I, I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed how different each work was. I enjoyed how um, differently the music worked to bring out the poetry. Um, it, it's a little tough, but I thought we could first focus on the 
poetry aspect itself um, and yeah. what you made of, um, you know, each of the works and whether any one of them stood out to you in particular. Mm, okay, yeah, I think, so there, there are four pieces. Um, two of them are written by sort of uh, well-known spoken word poets, Shina Baharudin and Jack Malik. Uh, and then Hanan Azan, who I think is probably more known, at least in my opinion, for her like comedy and, um, and ukulele work. Uh, and then Palin, who's sort of a multidisciplinary artist. Um, I, I think, so, I mean, maybe I'll just go track by track, I feel, if that works, yeah. So I felt Hanan's um, was really quite whimsical, uh, and I found myself sort of laughing, like, at, at various parts. It's called um, overshare, and I think, um, I think it, that's really the tone of it. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I found it quite charming, you know, it has this air of, like, uh, sort of a young... Um, yeah, young woman tr- sort of trying to figure out sex and sexuality and I- intimacy. Um, and uh, there's this moment in a, f- in a few of the tracks, but I, I, I recall it quite clearly in the first one where um, the music sort of dismembers itself and, and, and leads into a sort of silence or just sort of like a rhythmic pulsing. And then it rebuilds itself and turns into almost, it sounds like a new track. That happens in several of the songs. And, and I really love that. And it felt like quite um, powerful uh, in that first one as well. I really liked Overshare. And I think, um, I mean, I, I don't think these are meant for you to to listen to them in any particular order. Um, however, Hanan's work does pop up first. So whether you're, you're listening to these on Spotify or on YouTube, um, Overshare is the first piece. And I think it's a great first piece because it's not too heavy. Um, it has a, a sense of intimacy, but also playfulness. Uh, the music also kind of takes that tone as well. And I think that works really well. Um, overall, I think um, in that in that discussion about poetry versus music. I think one thing I wanted to point out, and, I, and I'm not sure whether this is intentional or not, I had a problem hearing the poetry. Uh, you know, I initially listened to these tracks without headphones, and then I decided that headphones would work better because without headphones, I, I really couldn't make out the words at all. And then when I listened to them with headphones, they were better. And I think for works like this, it does help because um, there are parts where the music goes from left headphone to right headphone. And so there's a bit of an ambient thing that's created. But even then... Um, I think my one challenge or issue with this project overall, uh, given that for me the draw was, the words were as much of a draw as the music, was the fact that I couldn't hear all of the words. And and this sort of happened uh, across the board with the tracks. And I don't know whether that was intentional or whether that was just an issue with how the sound was balanced. Mm, Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, um, I could hear that particularly in the first track, uh, particularly towards the end when you sort of feel like you're you're sort of hoping for a resolution to this um, to this conflict that's built up at the beginning of sexual sex and intimacy, um, and then also with the last track, and I felt like that for me was quite lost potential. Um, knowing Palin and his work, of course, and feeling, you know, sometimes I could get hints of the words of what what was being said. And yeah, I, I really wish I could get a, a, just even like a clearer sense of what was being said in the fourth track. I'm going to ask a, a question that I've been thinking about. Um, and I don't know the answer because I'm not sure if I actually want this. Um, would it have helped for them to give us the text? 
A part of me says no, because I don't know whether somehow reading it written in black and white while listening to the track is really the experience I want. But on the other hand, it exactly what you said, I, I had this sense of a few things being missing and I wanted those things. Um, and I was wondering whether the easy cheat would be to give us the text, but I'm not sure if I want it. Right. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. There's sort of that uh, desire. But I think the other thing that I was thinking is, okay, maybe you're not meant to hear all of the poem. Maybe you're just meant to sort of capture this, the spirit of it. Um, yeah. Uh, it, you know, if it is to capture the spirit of it, I think they did get that. And would I want to see the actual text? I don't know. I mean, I do feel that it should be an auditory experience. I think that's how it's sort of like packaged and presented um, and given to us. So, yeah, I guess that's what I think. I I, I mean, I am leaning towards that as well. I do feel that, um, you know, this is presented as a collaboration, a, a true coming together of two different forms of art. And I think that the vocals and the poetry is almost one component or one element in all of these sounds um, and the soundscape that they've created for us. So, yes, perhaps I think it, it is very much what you're saying that um, it's okay if you don't hear all of the words because then there are moments when the music swoops in and says some things to you instead. Um, you mentioned Hanan's work, but I also wanted to say that I, I thought that all of them really had that very distinctive way of um, a particular tone, a particular sound from the music, adding to what they were saying. So Sheena Baharuddin's, which is called Memento Mori, really had this otherworldly quality. And, and, you know, even the way her voice sort of sounds like it's speaking to you from a very far distance. Um, it, it was very hypnotic. And, and I think I enjoyed that. And I'm not sure that if her voice had been the most prominent thing that you hear, whether you would have gotten that experience. Mm, yeah, and Sheena's been playing with music and poetry as well. Um, so it's, it's really great to see her sort of uh, grow in the past few years and experiment with different forms. Um, I also love that sense of like uh, sort of drowning at the beginning that comes in both like her voice and also the music. And again, in that moment where the music sort of comes down to the silence and then recreates itself at, towards the end of the track. Oh, I think that was just done perfectly in that track because it also coincided really well with the, with the poetry where Sheena reveals to you what the poem is about. Mm. Because before that, it's a little bit unclear what's happening. And then, and then, and then you sort of understand I'm speaking with writer Lily Jamaluddin and we are reviewing um, an audio project called Rakaman Imosi Kata. Um, it's, uh, it essentially brings together music, soundscapes with poetry and spoken word. If you'd like to listen to that, you can check them out on um, a variety of streaming platforms, really Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, YouTube Music. And it's by Franco in collaboration with four Malaysian poets. Let us know, do you enjoy these sorts of experimental music? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chintana. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chintana. I was not born for this. These lungs are not you. 
Lily Jamaluddin. Together we are reviewing Rakaman Imosi Kata. It's an audio project by a duo, uh, Franco, and they've worked with four local poets to create a, um, a coming together of sound, music and poetry. So those poets are Hanan Aslan, Jack Malik, Sheena Bahruddin and Devapalan S. Jai Ratnam. You heard a little bit of what that project sounds like just now. And uh, we're going to continue our conversation about how we felt and, and what we liked about it. Lily, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on this this idea of poetry being presented in this way, right? Um, I mean, you you're a poet as well, um, and you've performed. How does it change poetry to to merge with these sorts of forms and to be presented in a way that I, I guess is not particularly familiar to us? Mm, yeah, I feel that it opens up the possibility of poetry. Um, and I think it allows for, as you said, more of a emotional response, a musical emotional response um, to the words. Um, so I've always felt really excited about this combination of post-rock, which I feel uh, also has sort of more possibility than traditional like pop structure music, for example. Um, and, and I feel sort of captures the spirit of poetry. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, Franco has been doing um, great work. I mean, now officially they're, uh, have joined together as Franco, but they've done theater work in the past. And so it's really exciting to see them um, acknowledge and honor uh, spoken word poets in this way as well. What do you think of the themes that the poets chose to address or the pieces chose to address? Mm, I think each poem uh, is sort of... Um, each track stands alone. Um, I've, I didn't really see sort of any connective thread in between um, the tracks, which makes me wonder what the process was in terms of getting these poets to write. Um, was there a prompt? Was there any sort of collaboration or being in a similar space? Um, yeah, I think, I think I would have liked to see that uh, just and to understand more clearly what the intentions were behind the overall project. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, capturing the spirit of experimentation, you know, maybe some projects don't necessarily need to be as as thematically cohesive. I think you and I um, listen to these works differently. So you listen to it all in one go, um, whereas I uh, sort of listened to one at a particular time and then took a couple of days break and then sort of jumped back and forth with the different works. And I think it, it does change how you respond to it. You're right that there isn't sort of an overall cohesion um, beyond there beyond just that idea of these two art forms coming together and, and experimentation, as, as it were, um, they are not really linked in, in any way. And, and I don't know whether if I had sat down and listened to it all at once, I perhaps would have wanted a little bit more cohesion or wondered, again, what the connection was. But listening to them individually made each work, I think, um, you know, in a sort of 
the difference between reading, I think, an anthology of poetry versus reading one poem and then reading another one four days later. Um, I think it allowed me to kind of sit with each one in a particular way, which I found very enjoyable. Um, I, I am curious about this process and I am curious about, given that they're going to work with different art forms as they move forward, whether they're thinking of um, something more thematic or whether it is going to be these individual things. Um, I really enjoyed, I think, the fact that nobody felt confined to a particular theme. So Hanan's, um, for example, was very personal and, and um, empowering, but also tentative in some ways. Um, Jack Malik's, meanwhile, was a lot about the passing of time and, um, you know, the past versus the present and the emotions that we attach to those. Uh, Parlance, I think, was probably the most overtly political in some sense. Um, it talks about dark skin. It talks about relationships. It talks about um, existing in this current landscape in Malaysia. Uh, Sheena's, meanwhile, was a little bit more sort of esoteric and, and quite inward. I, I like that variety. Um, was there anything in particular that resonated with you more? Hmm, great question. I think, um, yeah, what really stands out is that moment uh, after the silence in Sheena's track. Um, I think, you know, she talks about this poem being... Um, a prayer to let go of any sort of shameful memories. And I thought it felt quite powerful. Um, I think Hanan's track, thinking about what intimacy means, mm. uh, I think that was also really powerful to me. Um, yeah, so so thematically, I think I resonated with those two quite strongly. Um, some thoughts about Jack's piece, actually. Uh, it was really quite interesting because Jack is a poet is known for a lot of rhythm and repetition and, and increasing volume. Um, and so we get to see him here a little bit more gentle, uh, slower, um, and also perhaps a little bit more mature, you know, looking back at the passing of time. So I think that's sort of an interesting um, development uh, as a poet for him. Um, I really wish I could have heard more of, in in Pollen's track, actually, because what you're saying... I, I, and I listened to that track twice. I just, I couldn't hear it. I wonder um, whether because, so some of it was in Tamil. Um, oh, so, I see. Okay. Yeah, so, and I can understand. So I, I, for me, Palin's track was actually my favourite, um, mm. probably because also thematically it resonates with me, right? But also the use of mm. different languages. And uh, But you're right that the sound was... Um, the, the audio was very soft and because the the music for that one is sort of really powerful and, and very, um, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of overpowering sounds in that one and, and it works, but then it, sometimes you can't hear what he's saying, which, which is a pity because I thought for me that was a very powerful piece. Mm, yeah, the, the sort of chaos and rhythm in that track was great. Yeah, I felt like sort of some sometime in the middle so just getting up and uh, moving to the yeah. rhythm it was very well done yeah we didn't talk too much about the music and so i thought um we would close we could close off by just touching on that a little bit um mm -hmm. You mentioned a couple of the things that you enjoyed, but overall, uh, what do you think of the approach to the, the kinds of sound that they chose for each poem, uh, you know, the influences and so on? Uh, Palance, again, was probably the clearest. There were a lot of those um, Indian rhythms that were layered in with the more synth, synth kind of sounds. Uh, but what did you think of the, the their approach to music? Mm, I felt like each track was quite different. Um, the first one felt... A little bit whimsical. Um, Jax was a little bit more 
uh, gentle, mm. um, a little bit clear with the the acoustic guitar. Um, and then again with Sheena's, uh, there's sort of a muffled kind of drowning. Um, and then, as you mentioned in Palin's, uh, a lot more rhythmic, um, loud and chaotic. So I did really appreciate that variance. Um, I think, you know, the two musicians I think are, are excellent. And, and I am a big fan of post-rock music and hearing Malaysian post-rock um, always makes me quite happy. So I am a big fan of the music. I, I really am excited for the rest of Rakamanimosi as well. I was going to ask you if you're looking forward to the other things they're, they're planning. Uh, there There's at least three more planned, um, but you've answered my question. So I just wanted to say <laughs> that I am also very excited to see what else comes of this. They're even planning a video for each one. So um, very curious. Thank you for joining yes. me on this review, Lily. Yes, thank you for having me, Sharmila. We've been reviewing Franco's Rakaman Imosi Kata. It's an audio project that brings together experimental music with poetry. You can listen to those uh, on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer and YouTube Music. You can also check them out on uh, all the social social media channels. They are at Franco underscore sounds. Let us know, do you enjoy poetry? Do you enjoy experimental music? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chendana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, visit www.baskl.com.my. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.